0: Welcome back, motherfuckers. How the hell are
1: ya? It's spoopy season, baby. Dude, I have been waiting for the end of the year to come because this fucking hot weather is Ridiculous. Done. I'm done.
0: I'm soaking wet in a way I don't want to be. It's yeah, ridiculous it's, just, it's not it's not a vibe anymore
1: I'm I'm just so ready to be in sweaters oh, and comfy yeah. clothes I've been running out of summer clothes I'm like what
0: the fuck do I wear just a giant t-shirt yeah like, no really... underwear like fucking pussy out I can't do this anymore and like where did September go I feel like I just paid rent I haven't paid I, rent for October but <laughs> I, I barely honestly September
1: i feel like that was probably like
0: the fastest oh yeah it flew by, by. It so fucking stupid. ridiculous like, as fuck fucking
1: play green day wake me up
0: september when september ends. ends dude i'm fucking over it i can't do this i know we said episode three we were gonna have a special guest we did sit down and recorded an entire fucking episode edited it got it all ready to post and it just fucking it came out horrible it was choppy it, it was like a really short video it was fucking awful yeah and we ended up recording in front of our friends and like that's
1: we're still trying to like get comfortable doing this oh, and yeah. stuff so it was it was hard it was all of us hanging out so like of course the whole video is just us being a fucking shit show. oh yeah i
0: was fucking terrible and our friends are vocal as fuck so like we had to cut several parts of doug fucking screaming in the back of it like it just it did not come out good oh yeah but we will be having our special guest on our next episode we pinky fucking promise we already talked to our guest about it we have it all planned out and such so it will be the next episode we promise
1: hell yeah and your guys's feedback you're still giving us it which is fucking awesome because some yes. of the stuff like we've been sitting here trying to think of like certain topics that aren't necessarily based on us
0: don't get yeah. me wrong like you you guys we incorporate us into it but we want you guys to be in it more yeah so like don't even be afraid to like even if it's
1: not a fucking post that we put you can message us please do honestly that'd be super cool so don't be afraid to do that guys we're
0: still gonna start the google doc where we tell your stories if you're comfortable sharing them we we really are trying to incorporate you guys as much as possible yeah so if you're really interested in that hit us up definitely definitely but welcome welcome to episode three bitch the three T's that I feel are the most life changing T's are testicles, titties, and trauma. Oh They're gosh. so important to like my entire creation as a human. Um, I, I'm excited. I'm really excited to be talking about the shit that has shaped me into the fucking mess that we are today. Yeah. Love it. And it honestly, like looking back, it's it's still accurate oh, yeah. to this 100%, day. Like wow. Yeah. Oh, so let let's. We would like to explain ourselves before you guys get upset that we haven't posted a fucking podcast this week. Um, Our week has literally, I feel like my life is spiraling, like rock bottom, bitch. Honestly, yeah, and like...
1: I just, I kind of felt sick, and it's not fucking COVID, but I feel like the stomach flu was oh, yeah. going around. I felt so sick the past couple of days last week, and it just... It just, it, was, it wasn't good. It was all no bad.
0: Well, okay, so to begin, my fucking car broke. I don't, still don't know what's wrong with it. Um, And then yours fucking broke in the same goddamn way as mine. Some...
1: Fucking transmission shit, you know? Uh,
0: It's literally what is going on. I don't understand. Yeah, we
1: just... We've been having a lot of stuff going on. Oh, yeah.
0: You want to hear something fucking amazing? Okay, so I went into my bank account the other day, and I saw that $60 was taken out of my account. And I was like, bitch, I don't... I." Do not have $60 to be blowing. And I I looked at who it sent the money to and it was literally my drug dealer from January. <laughs> and like it sent him $60 and I was like what the fu-? like why? I I don't have drugs. Like I didn't get drugs. I'm confused. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I though. literally I text- he's just like
1: yeah, like what do you literally, want? Literally like no 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 no. I no. texted
0: him and was like, "Hey, uh I know this is random, but like my bank sent you $60." Like can you send it back like i need to pay rent he it's was all like, fucking
1: pending for half of the year and you're dude, just what like, the why? fuck right
0: why? he was he sent it back thank fucking god like what a clutch ass bitch but still i was like god damn it like what what the fuck do i do i'm gonna have to call my bank and be like oh yeah i picked up drugs in january and like f- it just fucking send money now i guess dead ass you're like About block that, that. Block yeah that and like cancel uh have to open a
1: new bank account now yeah and so we were trying to record this episode we accidentally got belligerently drunk off of fucking this lemonade vodka it's amazing
0: absolutely get it i can't smell lemons anymore without getting sick um (laughs) love that it's fucking it was really good we mixed it with lemonade you couldn't taste it and uh we somehow managed to kill two bottles of it and it was great and our dumb asses had to fucking work the next day i literally oh my god bitch okay i was walking to work and there were these five men just enjoying their coffee and donuts. And I'm like walking by and I'm like, God damn it. I'm going to fucking hurl. Like I'm going to throw up right now. And they're sitting. I'm not kidding. It's like a six foot difference. They're sitting down, and I see a bush, and I'm like, "Yup." And I just projectile vomit in this bush at like six twenty in the morning.
1: They're just like trying to enjoy their morning coffee. And I was donuts. like, I'm
0: <laughs> so sorry. And they were like, "It's fine." And I was like, God "Damn it! Like fuck me! It's fine." You're like, sorry, I'm hungover. It's not fucking COVID. Don't get so too bad, scared. Right? I, I felt so fucking bad. And then all day at work, I was just dying i was like throwing up in the bathroom customers were in the stores it was bad it was fucking <laughs> really bad
1: yeah when i got to work i had to drive a work truck and i was driving through like the back ends of like mentone you know the winding roads it. and i started feeling like oh i'm i'm kind of spinning right now I and i just up. i felt so bad i was like don't fucking do it this is your work truck yeah you throw so- up in the truck oh i know and oh,
0: It It was was all bad. bad. Still a fun
1: night though, but damn that hangover! Oh yeah, terrible. I was
0: dying, but that 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 is our. not excuse, but our reasoning behind why we haven't posted this week. Um, it's a, been insane. Yeah,
1: just a lot of stuff going yeah. on, and you can't help it. It's adulthood. Yeah, no, I'm
0: definitely traumatized from intaking alcohol. I say <laughs> as I'm fucking butt-chugging at Corona. <laughs> okay, but my thing is, is, like, when I was a kid, I never thought I'd be sitting here worried about, like, if my car will make it to the smoke shop so I can get a puff. Like, my biggest concern as a child was, like, oh, is my hair curled well enough so that the boy I like is gonna be, like, ooh, like, you're Cute with your crunchy ass curls. And he gnats. fucking touches your hair and he's like, "Why is it spicy? Why is it spicy, <laughs> dude? Uh, look, oh my fuck! Like I'm traumatized from my entire childhood and like it's still my adulthood. But like, what I'm really traumatized by is how I used to curl my hair.
1: And who the fuck let us out of the house? Looking, looking like, that? like that, my
0: hair was harder than ramen before it's cooked, dude. Like <laughs> it was bad." It was so fucking funny. And I
1: remember specifically you being like, Caitlin, let me curl your hair. Oh, yeah. This bitch <laughs> put, fucking put the curling iron in. I think all of us did this in middle school. Oh, but absolutely. You sprayed the out of your hair when you, it's connected to the curling iron you, it's all t- t- nice and crunchy you going. spray
0: your hair before you put it on the curling iron and then you put it on the curling iron and you spray it again and then after you take it off at the curling iron you spray it again and your hair is so crunchy and it's like not moving it's and fucking
1: disgusting we wondered why our hair was so fucked oh Other yeah i'm like
0: coloring it random ass fucking
1: colors we decided to curl it every day yeah
0: i'm like why do i have no hair in the back of my head oh maybe because i decided to fucking curl it when it was wet it's fine other than like
1: trying to like i don't know middle school was such a fucking weird thing because trying like, to cope
0: with childhood <laughs> like
1: just all of the things that have happened like i was saying like who the fuck let us out of the house but just like what was middle school things that like happened
0: during it like us getting our fucking period and oh stuff, my you fucking know? god like i never have like sat you down and told you my period story you started your period before me, I remember, because I was so fucking mad. I was pissed. I was like, I'm a man. Like I have a dick. It, that that's it. Like <laughs> I haven't started my period. I have a penis. And um I was sitting in my 6th period class or like 7th period. It was the it was the last class of the day. And I was wearing—I remember these white jeans and one of those ugly ass like shirts that go off the shoulder, but you have to wear a tank top underneath of course, them. Yep. Dress code, right? <laughs> and I like—I was walking around and like people were like talking and whispering and like looking at me, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. Like I'm fucking hot with my crunchy ass curls." Mm. No, bitch. I get to my friend's house and I look at my pants and it's just like brown, and I'm like. Like, Like, And I, like, I finally get off the toilet, and I look at my ass, and my entire ass is just red from (laughs) period blood. And I had walked around, like, that all fucking day. No one told me shit, and, like, that that was my day. Like, I started my fucking period at school and, like, had pussy blood on my ass all day, and no one told me. That is so fucked. Because, dude, if
1: you fucking see a girl, and if she has blood through her pants, please tell her, because you would not want that to happen to you. And that actually i know i did i did start before you i think it was the end of my seventh grade year but i think it was eighth grade um it was like during lunch and i think i stayed the night at my friend's house and um she actually didn't start her period yet so i was just like asking her mom like do you have any like pads i can wear and she had those panty liners those thin ass ones and i'm still very new to this i'm i was terrified of tampons like i was like i'm not i'm I'm fucking new at this. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So throughout the day, I'm just like I'm constantly, you know, checking. I don't need to fucking bleed through my pants. And I remember during lunch, all of a sudden, like I get up, and I was like, "Why do I? Why do I feel so like kind of weird?" And then Mm -hmm. like I feel my pants, and I'm like, "No fucking way!" And I turn around, and my friend's like, "Caitlin, you bled through your pants. Like I can see it from the back." She throws me her jacket. I go up to, I believe it was Carol, if you guys went to fucking Mountain View. Super cool little security bitch. But I came up to her, and I was like, hey, I need to go get my PE shorts. And she was like, okay, no problem. And one of my guy friends, he comes running up to me, and I'm over here freaking out, trying to cover myself up. And he's like, Caitlin, where are you going? And I'm just like, um, 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 um. I I left something in the locker room. I left something in the locker room, and... He looked so fucking confused. And I to this day, I bet he has no idea why oh, the yeah. fuck I was tweaking yeah, you out had like pussy that. pussy blood on your ass. Completely trying to avoid him. And he's just probably like, what a fucking What bitch. a crackhead, right? Yeah.
0: It's funny because like this shit is so normal. It's such a kid thing to experience. Like bleed through your pants and like have crunchy ass hair. It's normal. I, I, I think the only thing that isn't normal about like childhood and periods is the fact that you didn't have eyebrows in middle school. <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember specifically, because it was
1: eighth grade year, I I have bushy eyebrows, I just, I got cursed, my fucking father has the most horrendous eyebrows <laughs> in the fucking world, but so I was like, I didn't, I didn't know tweezing, I didn't fucking know threading, all that shit for your eyebrows, so I grabbed the razor, start from the middle where my fucking, the bridge of my nose goes, and just fucking take, I took half of that shit off, thinking, Oh my god, I look so cute. I look like a scene girl. It'll match my bank. Oh my, I looked terrifying. I hope my 8th grade yearbook picture burns and rots in hell because... Fuck. like who why would you talk to me <laughs> you see this bitch fucking roll up i mean now it's fucking normal nowadays no one has fucking eyebrows but middle school
0: oh yeah i it was fucking <laughs> traumatizing dude i think another really traumatizing thing i mean i had eyebrows but they were awful as well like it, i had a unibrow let's be real <laughs> but besides that um when do you remember when we were in... I think we were in middle school, right? When we went ding-dong ditching for your birthday and I broke my wrist. That was
1: the best birthday present ever, even though I felt so bad. You That's were a- laughing
0: your ass off at me, though. <laughs> Literally... Okay, so we we were fucking seven and fucking think ding-dong ditching is just the funniest thing ever. So, Caitlin's mom takes, like... It was me, you, and... S- that one of our yeah one of our other other girl and um we all went ding dong ditching and we we run up to this door and we do it and we're running down, and there's like this big ass curb. Like it's not a normal size curb. It's like the curb with the the, the sewer. sewage thing. Yeah, or so whatever. it's like it's super thick.
1: It's just a fucking drop into yeah. the street. Well,
0: my dumbass completely misses like the step, and I just fucking fumble to the ground and land on my wrist. And like I'm pretty sure I blacked out for a couple seconds. You fucking did. And we're screaming, at, "Get up, Jordan! Yeah, get They're in coming. the car!" It's
1: like two in the fucking morning. My mom's just sitting there in her minivan. Let's go. No kids, yeah like
0: you know and jordan's laying on the fucking ground i'm like and fuck. caitlin's like just dying just fucking cackling away and i'm like fuck fuck, my wrist hurts it fucking goddamn it what what were what were our parents like literally what were they your mom let us do so much shit as kids it was amazing which is fucking awesome and i think that's
1: why so many people came over because they just knew they're like you know oh, what yeah. I think she, it's your mom, I think she's gonna be able to take us to go do some fucking oh, yeah. hood, rat, hood shit, rat shit you definitely
0: know? that was that was us growing up i I adore our parents, both of them um, immensely, but I do think they are the foundation of all trauma Childhood created trauma yeah. yeah i I think mainly, and a lot of people can relate to it, divorced parents,
1: yeah like, and that happened to me it was um it was my 7th grade year they yeah my parents were getting divorced and it just it fucks with your head
0: you know because like growing up i my parents were always there for yeah. me you know well and together like in the same household it's yeah, a lot and, to experience them apart
1: you know and don't get me wrong it still affects me to this day it makes me really look at marriage a different way you know oh, because 100%. you could be my parents were together for almost 18 years and and then, you know, shit happened. And it's just so weird experiencing that at a young age.
0: Yeah, well, for me, I I didn't... I guess I did. I did, I went through a divorce at, I think, like, seven. Like, I was really young. But, like, it wasn't a divorce with my literal parents. Like, my biological dad and my mom were never together together when I was a kid. So I don't have any, like... Rem, rem, remembering me i don't have any memory of them being together i have memory of my mom remarrying a man and he like he literally adopted me and my sister like legally adopted us and i looked at him as dad he so, was a father yeah for you so when they divorced i was like fuck like god another dad down damn it like how am i gonna do this yeah and it just it it fucks with your
1: head and like i was saying like i'm totally okay with it now but some days i'm just like god it it trips me out because it's been so long but i'm still affected by it
0: yeah that's definitely trauma that carries on into your um adult years for sure i think another weird thing too you experienced this a little bit as you got older when i was younger my parents divorced and the same day we moved out my dad had a new bitch in his house like yeah she literally well i was best friends with the next door neighbor to my old house Yeah, and i was at her house and like we i just moved all my shit out like that same day and we were sitting playing in the front yard and i saw this car pull up into my old fucking house and i was like who, excuse me like like who's who is to the this house and it was right some now. like bitch you know with like big tits and whatever like i was like she's like 12 um who the You're fuck like, are why? you
1: what are you gonna try selling fucking girl scout cookies? yeah like, i was did you forget your kid what
0: the fuck i was so confused and then like i got older and they kind of explained it to me a little more and i was like oh okay that makes sense um whore it's fine <laughs> it was fucking insane you experienced your parents kind of like dating new people as well as you got older
1: yeah, definitely. Like after my parents got divorced, my mom she was um, seeing and somewhat dating this guy for a couple of years, but it kind of bothered me because how fast it happened, yeah. and it confused me because I was like, "Did you just want the divorce to- so you could be with him?" Yeah. So it, of course, I'm sitting here like, and I'm trying to explain this to my little sister Kelsey. She was in fifth grade when this happened. Oh so yeah, she was little. She was little, and she was just she was so confused and. Especially when we started living in two different homes. Mm. That's when I really knew
0: that my
1: family was just It, it, was, it, done. it, yeah, it was, was done. Yeah. There was no hope of
0: um, rekindling whatever was broken. Yeah. I do agree. I think living in two different homes was a lot it's like hard. Right. You're like, fuck, I left this at my dad's and goddamn, like I left this at my mom's, like and I'm not there till the end of the week. Whatever. It was it was such a constant struggle.
1: Yeah. Anytime I accidentally leave homework i'm fucked like i'm literally fucked i wouldn't go to my parents like you said the next week Mm -hmm. or whatever but luckily i was able to go like weekly but i know you were basically at one house for like majority of the months and then it would just be kind of like hey i'm gonna come over type of thing but it literally it's it was was a fucking shit show yeah Mm -hmm.
0: well when i was a kid i didn't like i did somewhat experience the back and forth thing but not for long because i'm such a i need to be in one place or i literally cannot function as a human but when I was in I think it was my freshman year of high school, I was living with my dad and my sister was living with my mom, and I just I came home one day, and my dad was like in my room with like garbage bags just throwing my shit into them, and I was like, "I'm sorry. What? Like, are you getting rid of clothes?" For I was me? Like, like, "Do you want them? Like, What are you doing?" And he was like, "We think it's time that you move back in with your mom." And I, like, at that time, I was, like, fuck, did I do something wrong? Like, I, I couldn't mentally process. I was, like, a fucking child. I was a freshman. Yeah, a 13, 14-year-old. Yeah. You're, like, So um... I was, like, fuck, like, do I stink? I don't want... I didn't <laughs> understand. And then I was I was heartbroken forever. And then I believe, like, my... Senior
1: year? Did you move back with your dad? What oh, well, year was no, that? no, I
0: was... No. Okay. So, my freshman year I moved out of my dad's. I was living with my mom until the end of senior year when my mom, you remember that yeah. big fucking thing? Yeah. Literally it was graduation day, wasn't it? Or maybe oh, I no, mean, it was the day it, after. It was it was sometime around
1: May, like the end of our senior year, something like that. It was
0: after graduation, I know for a fact. It was yeah. like it was in June for sure. Um my mom this we're going to be talking about this. Um my mom was drinking a lot and i we got in a fight over a phone i believe like my dad got me a phone because my old phone wasn't working anymore and i was trying to set it up and like my mom just freaked out on me because she thought i mumbled something under my breath and she like came into the room and grabbed my phone and started freaking out it was this big fucking deal she kicked me out of the house she kicked caitlin out of the house so we're sitting on the side of the house and i'm like trying to get wi-fi and like that was when i texted my dad and like we that was when we fucking had to sneak into my house after my mom left us there and i broke the blinds oh Not yeah purposely
1: but it, it did end up well we literally we
0: literally broke into the house like we took the window out of the fucking window seal and like got into the house like turned off the alarm and like got all of my shit out in like 15 minutes dude i can't believe
1: how fast we got your shit out of right there. like we were on a fucking mission, mission dude. like i'm so yeah. glad that your dad actually came out and helped, helped us. us yeah which was fucking, fucking awesome because we probably would have been sitting on the curb, and that's when she lived down in San Jacinto. Mm-hmm. My mom's in Beaumont, you know. Of and she it- didn't
0: give me my keys until they left. And yeah. I was like, I'm leaving. I'm not fucking doing this. I'm not coming back here. And then I moved in with my dad. I lived with my dad probably, I think, two years. It was pretty much the entire time I was at Albertson's. And then my dad was just like, I'm moving to Idaho. Like, you need to be out of the house within a week. Like, that's what he told me and my brother. And it, it was just all fucking downhill And from like. There.
1: Imagine coming home from work and they're just like sitting on the stairs like we need to have a talk. They literally with you. no didn't wait. even come on to you like
0: it wasn't like nicely. a warning, right? No, it was straight just, up just like you need to be out of here within a week. Like good luck. And it was it was so much. I it's definitely good now because I am on my own now and I I I don't feel like I have to keep running from my parents. But it was a lot. As I, I think I was, I wasn't even twenty yet. I was like nineteen, and just had to pick up my shit. And I moved in with my friends, and then that was when the whole roommate situation came in. And god damn it, did that fuck with me. Um, and just even
1: coming from like middle school stuff, it still followed us. Through, oh, into, into adulthood. High, yeah, indeed. and high school. Yeah, high school, of course. Yeah. Well,
0: high school's definitely a big one that is like prone to following you into adulthood. I think. I have a lot of high school experiences. High school is terrible for me. I don't know about you. I really did
1: not like high school for the most part. Don't get me wrong. I met some really cool people and I appreciate having the friends that I got out of it. Like I literally have, what, four or five people that I maybe talk to occasionally, you know? But even just like imagine going back to the first day of like freshman year. Oh my fucking... Do you remember what you wore freshman year? i think i was still i've always been like a tomboy yeah I've, I've always been like that but i think i wish i could remember exactly what i was wearing but i probably was just wearing pants and a fucking t-shirt yeah or i remember you know? we
0: met up the first day of high school like we fucking always do for some reason we did that with middle school and high school um i remember what i was wearing perfectly because um i'm fucking traumatized by what happened um I was wearing this tank top shirt. It wasn't really like a full blown tank top. It was like the tank top without the sleeves. It was like just like went over your shoulders. Yeah, pretty much. And I was wearing this long black skirt. Do you remember when the long ass skirts were in? It was like a big thing. It was such a fucking
1: trend and like I remember I got rid of some, like, a couple years ago because I was like, you are never going to catch me wearing that. why did
0: we wear that? It's so ugly. With our fucking, like,
1: $5 flip-flops that would break going to passing. (laughs) Oh, shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right? Well, anywhore, I was going to P.E. I didn't know where the locker room was. I'd never got a tour of the high school. So I started walking towards the boys' locker room. And I passed one of these benches, and I'm, like, trying to fuck with my sandal because I think it broke. And my fucking skirt got stuck to the seat. And this was one of those skirts that, like, if you pull it, you will see my asshole. Oh, yeah. Like, it was so see-through. It was not good. And it got stuck, and I had to, like... Tried to play it off all stealthily and I like finally got it unstuck from the bench. And then I walked into the boys' locker room and they were like, um, and I was like, fuck me, I'm sorry. It was really embarrassing. They're like, it's all the way on the other side, like that's where the girls' locker room is. Of
1: course, yeah. I remember I did the same thing. I almost walked into the fucking boys' locker room. I'm like, of course I did because you know we think we're males half oh, the time. Oh, I am a man, it's fine. Um, the legendary H building. Oh,
0: my God. The, the It had, like, seven flights
1: of stairs on it. This might have been... I'm not sure if they built the H building yet. I think they were building it, like, our freshman or sophomore year Yeah. Or something like that. They were extending the campus, whatever. Yeah. So, I believe this was probably junior year I was going to um, history class. And you know how we would wear those Hollister shorts that flare at the bottom mm-hmm. by your feet? yeah. I don't know what it was, but, like, I had these specific pairs that I liked because they were super tight. They reminded me of skinny jeans. Like, I guess my middle school Caitlin was like, this is a vibe. Fuck yeah. And I just remember any time I walked up or down those stairs, my pants just felt ten times tighter. Yeah. And um, my long-ass legs, I would always, like, skip stairs, especially if I was in a hurry. <laughs> I remember I was late for, I believe, like, six period And I'm kind of hauling ass down the stairs and I'm like, don't you fucking dare. Like I had this feeling, my foot slipped underneath me and luckily I caught the handrail. There was over like 15 kids that saw me. They just start losing their shit. And I was like, did I fall though?
0: did Me. i fucking fall though i could oh, have slid god. down
1: those stairs you i'm not okay
0: but i'm stupid apparently because i never fell going down i fell going up the stairs oh, yeah. i Tripped literally thank god no one was around but i was w- running up the stairs because i was like probably smoking weed in the bathroom out of pen caps so used to do that all the time <laughs> would i would smoke in pen like out of pen caps and then flush it down the toilet i'm like none of you knew fuck nope, you all None of that. um i was running back up the stairs and i like Missed a step. Caught myself on my hands. My knee hit the stairs. And, like, I'm in shorts at this point because I like to dress like a fucking skank. And, like, my <laughs> knee's bleeding and shit. It was a fucking mess. God damn it. What was high school? I don't understand. I don't know. Other than, like, being, being dumb. Acc- accidentally,
1: like, embarrassing yourself. I feel like the thing that is still affecting me to this
0: day is my our eating disorder. 100%. 100%. In high school, and I've never... Openly talked about it because it's still a constant struggle in my day-to-day life in high school I had and I remember perfectly because some days like as a fucking adult and I hate that I think like this still but I, I had a strict meal plan even when I was in sports in high school I would wake up in the morning and I'd go get coffee and then sometimes i'd get a bag of chips or something and like that would be my meal throughout the day sometimes it was nothing it was just straight up coffee and my meal when i got home would be a can of lima beans a can of lima beans is like 100 calories out of everything to choose like lima lima beans beans. that was like what i had in my house i was like yeah fuck it it's low in calories like i'm gonna eat a lima bean and like i would go to water polo practice and shit and like I literally, at one point, almost passed out during practice because I was so fucking malnourished. Yeah, and I believe my junior year, this is where I really noticed that
1: I wasn't eating enough and it was very bad and it was obviously affecting my body. Like you said, you would almost pass out. Like, Mm -hmm. that's really not okay. And I think this was before I started mountain biking, but I literally, I I wouldn't eat breakfast... And majority of the time, I was always running late for school. Go fucking figure. I would grab a handful of fucking fruit snacks, maybe about five. That was my lunch for the day. And then I would go to practice. And I remember You guys went
0: far on those bikes, dude. We would
1: burn like 500 to over 1,000 calories. And like I would get home and fucking eat everything. And I just remember how much my body changed from the beginning of the season because i went from a very unhealthy 120 pounds to a healthy 145 pounds well you're tall so yeah and it it was very unhealthy for my height you know fucking tall bitch over here yeah but it just it just freaked me out because i was like okay there's obviously something going on yeah you And it sucks because you don't want to force yourself to eat, but you know that sometimes you have to. You really have to, and even to this day, I I still suck at fucking eating. I don't know what it is. It just it almost feel or almost felt like a chore, and it still kind of does to this day. You know, I'm the same
0: way. I'm I'm, I. This is again. We've talked about this before, but like. My thought process is at one point in high school, I was 92 pounds. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, I was that small at one point. I can be that small again if I just calorie restrict. And it's like, you're a goddamn grown woman. Eat a fucking meal. Like, stop being like that. And I still can't get myself out of that mentality. I still calorie count and I'll weigh myself and I'll be like, "You're fucking drinking water and beer today. Like, that's all you can have. It's yeah, fucking and, ridiculous. And it sucks too because like
1: we'll wait until like two in the afternoon to eat. Well, to be Why fair, we are
0: it? we are like fucking hungover and we don't wake up till noon. So yeah. And we we've never been breakfast
1: people. Oh, don't yeah. get me wrong. That shit's bomb, but you know you wake up in the morning and you're just you're not hungry for no, hours we're like puff and coffee
0: like yeah, that's what honestly, we need. <laughs> i'm like why does my body fucking like, hate, me. hate me it's like because <laughs> oh i'm like br- breakfast puff like a it's puff fine and
1: a fucking large coffee
0: literally what still blows my mind to this fucking day is that we really didn't talk in high school like at all
1: yeah, don't get me wrong. We, I believe we had two classes together, and it was only sophomore year because the last time we had a class together was fourth grade.
0: Yeah. No, well, we were like water girls together freshman year, and, and then, then after freshman year, we had a little bit of a falling out. Um, I was a try-hard. I wanted to fit in so bad, and you were like, I literally hate everyone here, and I don't give a fuck. So, like, we nope. we were on two different ends of the spectrum, and then senior year, we, like – We started talking again, kind of. Like, it was, like, the last
1: month of school. Which fucking blew my mind. Because don't get me wrong. We would say hi to each other, you know, maybe occasionally hang out on the weekends. Yeah. But we didn't really start hanging out again until the end of senior year. And it... Was I was crazy. I just remember being so stressed out because I didn't have a walking partner and the only person that I wanted was you. Yeah, because
0: we'd been friends forever and like I was supposed to walk with someone uh that it was planned I think my sophomore year. And him and I decided to walk together and then came come senior year they're like, "Oh, write down who you're going to walk with." And I was like, "I'm not walking with this guy. Like I don't talk to him anymore. Like we're really not friends." And then I was like, like, let's be walking partners, fuck it. And you were like, I, yes. I
1: literally fucking cried. I remember they had, they obviously they had like a due date where you had to send in who you were walking with. I'm pretty
0: sure we sent it on the last day. It was
1: probably the last day. And I, I remember I felt so bad like asking you, but deep down inside, I wanted you to be my walking partner so bad. And that's probably the only thing that would have made me cry. Like, out of fucking leaving high school. Yeah. The fact that I was able to walk with my best friend. Well, it was cool,
0: too, because, like, even... We had drama. We were fucking children. Like, we've been through so much together. Like, you were there when my parents divorced. I was there when yours divorced. Like, we've been through so much together that, like... Walking with anyone else literally just felt wrong, and yeah, like and we could have been walking with someone random, and like you exactly. didn't talk to that kid anymore. I would so have been with like, someone random, and so would have you. So yeah, like we're just like fuck? sitting in the back, like do I'm you like, want to switch real quick? I'm you like, know? should we smoke? Like what the fuck? I'd, I I I love that. That's what it came to, and then like here we are, almost fucking twenty two years old, and still friends, and doing a goddamn podcast together. Like it couldn't have worked out any fucking better. I and love it, I,
1: even though we did take a break. I feel like that's what we really needed because we're totally in different worlds in high school. Yeah,
0: well we found and we found ourselves after that as well. Like I think our main thing that we've connected with is like everything that emotionally shapes you as a human being. And that's how we're here today. Like for you and I, we were definitely forced into adulthood yeah and it's it's shitty but it's so true and we've had several conversations about it and how it affects us still and how all this past shit affects us and yeah and just like i remember you telling me like the main thing
1: like going into adulthood you know obviously we're starting like real jobs you know we're working every week we're not going to school i wasn't allowed to work um during high school because i was doing sports but i know you were doing little jobs and stuff but oh yeah
0: i was working in cabazon and shit like helping my mom pay rent and like it's just it's cool too because like i helped you get a job at albertson's when i was Mm -hmm. working there and like we got to work together and like these experiences that like a lot of people really don't get to have like a lot of people don't work with their friends they make friends in their workplace and we got to we were like cracking jokes from being 12 like in the check stand and shit like it was it was it was fun it was really cool
1: the funny thing though out of that i'm gonna keep it short we were trying to play off for the longest time that we just knew each other from high, high school. school, and then people started noticing we had a fucking matching best friends bracelet. And they're like, guys, you can't hide. Yeah, that you're. Shirt. Who are you we trying to fool.
0: Yeah, and we'd be like, hey, bro, you want to fuck smoke after? Like, yeah, literally. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll meet you at the car. I'm on carts. Like, it's fine. Yeah. It's great. I love it. I I think we connect with that, and then. I like that for me personally, I'm such a fixer and like, I want to be able to help you with shit. You've never had to deal with it, but I had roommates at one point. Like I said earlier in the this episode, um, my dad kicked me out a week before he was moving. So I moved in with my friends at the time and we ended up getting an apartment together. God damn, do I have a fucking story for you. I feel like a lot of people have really shitty roommate stories. For me personally, my story is... Very interesting. I know one of my old roommates listens to the podcast. Um, hey. Um, <laughs> but th- I don't by any means blame her at all for anything that occurred. Um, I was stupid enough to get an apartment with a couple, which is really something you shouldn't do. Um, she was very v- heavily influenced by the main problem of the source. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be as nice as I can. Um, <laughs> fuck. whore. We moved in together. We got a two-bedroom. Like, of course, they were a couple, so they had their own room. Like, I had my own room. We all shared a bathroom, whatever. It was a really nice apartment, don't get me wrong. Fucking beautiful. It, it was really nice. It was big, spacious. Um, but the way we planned to sp- split rent was between Two of us and there was three of us living there which is honestly i'd never lived on my own so i was like oh yeah it's fine whatever yeah
1: you're paying your half so yeah. you're like i'm doing yeah two. i'm
0: doing my half whatever yeah. but that's definitely not how it should have been there was three of us it should have been split evenly because they had two incomes i had one i was working at fucking Chili's at the time and wasn't i was a fucking hostess like I can't make much from being, hi, welcome to Chili's. How like, many, how many? I'm not going to make that much fucking, I didn't get tipped either. So like I wasn't making shit. So we were just splitting rent unfairly. There was just like a lot of other shit going on in between that. It, it wasn't good. It it ended up falling to complete and total shit. And I ended up reconnecting with both of them pretty recently. Not that recently. I guess it was like a year ago by now. Um, I ended up reconnecting with the roommate that fucked me over the most and we became super good friends again. You remember that because you started hanging out with us yeah. and um, I thought it was good. I was like, no, it's fine. Like it was a big misunderstanding. I'm fucking stupid and like to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. And then that 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 was that was the friend that ended up fucking marrying my ex girlfriend. Like it it was just it was a f- constant mind fuck. And I'm glad I'm out of that friendship. And I'm actually really good friends with one of my roommates still from that experience. And I'm glad that I could move past all of that and all the trauma that it caused. But a hundred percent still to this day. I think about it and I'm like upset about the roommate situation, but I'm more upset that I was so forgiving to be like, no, it's fine. Like you fucked me over at this point, but I'm I'm sure you grew past it. Clearly we fucking didn't, but like, yeah, exactly. It's and, crazy. And you can't help it. Cause like
1: you're saying, you want to, you want to give bad people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Like, and I've done that too. You know, even like with full on relationships, not even friendships. Oh, like yeah. I would, I'd constantly give my ex the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And it's still fucking with me nowadays because I'm I'm so confused on how I should be loved. And I don't know. And that can even be from like your friends too. Yeah. And especially like you were saying, your old fucking roommates. But it was just that specific one and you were just like i trusted you yeah well
0: and it's the concept of like i know you it's how you perceive people you can look at someone and i'm like you're a bad person now but i know you have good in you and i know you can be a good person and i think for your relationship from an outside perspective that is exactly how you looked at your ex you knew there were several things he could amount to and he just never fucking did never
1: yeah and don't get me wrong, I am still learning from that, and it has changed me within a year. It's almost been a whole year since I ended that relationship. Yeah. But it's, I know damn well, like you're saying, you know, it's just, you're scared to get cheated on and stuff. Oh, but yeah. I'm, I don't want to be afraid of love,
0: It well, especially
1: if it's from the right fucking person, yeah. too.
0: It's so true. For me, with my relationship, it wasn't, I it was kind of in my adulthood, but it was kind of in high school as well. I dated this guy for almost two and a half years and he did just the fucking worst shit to me. He raped me, he cheated on me and it's weird because it shouldn't but it does still affect my relationships as an adult Mm -hmm. because now I live with this constant fear that Someone's gonna cheat on me like i'm not gonna be good enough. Someone's gonna feel like ooh, I can get this piece of puss and like That's my constant fear is that someone is just gonna turn around and do that to me because it's happened before so now I don't know i'm just petrified now and then with the whole being raped thing My apologies a little bit of a trigger warning here. I'm gonna go into that not too deep of course, but I didn't mentally process or understand that it was rape until I was an adult I, and, like, it, again, to this day, it was it was raped by someone I was dating. So, like, a lot of people would say, that's not rape. Like, you're fucking dating. But, like... It was someone you trusted. Exactly. That's the problem. You trust these people with your entire being. And they just do shit to you that's unspeakable. It's unacceptable. And it's shit that follows you into your future relationships.
1: Yeah. And I know this is really fucking corny. But I just watched some movie. A movie the other day called um the perks of being a wallflower and you remember that line we um we we accept accept the the love we we think we we deserve deserve. and I feel like that is so like common with our generation because that's exactly what I was doing I literally thought this kid was the love of my life Mm -hmm. I thought like this was okay I thought things that were going on were healthy don't get me wrong I'm not blaming the whole entire relationship on him yeah. I know. i know damn well i was at
0: fault it's but trial and error with everything like yeah,
1: and i don't know like i said
0: i'm still trying to cope with that cope with it exactly yeah. well for i i've gotten asked a lot like how how do you personally cope with trauma i haven't like i literally haven't my one coping mechanism is Is literally sucking dick. I'm just (laughs) kidding. My main coping mechanism is, like, making jokes of shit. Finding humor. Yeah, I shouldn't be joking about, like, my ex's cock and another bitch. And, like, it's just, it's how I cope. I cope by making jokes of fucking everything. I
1: I think that's why we get along so well. Because we'll just fucking go Back, back and, and forth, forth with each other and oh, we're just yeah. like, i think this is why <laughs> i'm so fucked up <laughs> yeah and don't get me wrong like you maybe will never be able to understand the traumas that you have gone through but you can still learn how to cope with them yeah
0: and like when i finally realize how i have coped i will definitely let everyone know still haven't um i i think friendships and like being able to talk to people because like not all of us experience the same trauma but we have advice with the trauma we have faced and like that is still helpful advice like when you were in your past relationship and i was getting through that breakup i was like trying to come to you for advice and you didn't understand and i, I don't know why i expected you to understand and i specifically told you you're not going to understand what i'm talking about until you personally go through it and, and- that literally fucking happened mm-hmm. and like
1: i that was like my first real real relationship so like when Jordan was trying to tell me this stuff, I was in denial and I was just like, no, like I'm going to make this relationship work. But dude, Jordan fucking knew from the beginning. She was just like, and she fucking, you know how she met him in Stater Brothers? And I wasn't even fucking there. with Oh him. Yeah. yeah.
0: Her ex wouldn't. That's the biggest thing. Like your friends and your family, if they are like, mm, you know, something's going to fuck up. Like if people are questioning the relationship, from an outside perspective, you're going to be in denial because you're like, fuck that. That's not true. It's so true. Your friends realize things, not just your friends, your parents as well. They realize things before they even occur. Like I didn't expect or like assume that your relationship was going to go to shit, but I knew that like, hey, you're not going to understand my heartbreak until you experience it yourself. And yeah,
1: literally last year, I remember, I think we did, it was like during the summer, I was very intertwined with my ex, which obviously fucked me up because I never hung out with my friends. Yeah. And then we started, we reconnected and stuff. And I just remember Jordan being like, dude, now you know yeah, how I fucking feel. And I'm like, that was a whole year later. And I'm just like, holy fuck like and it sucks because like especially when someone it's not necessarily advice but it's just shit that they've gone through you don't you think yeah it's just fucking weird dude but and i appreciate you doing that because i'm like i love being able to talk to you and like our friends and stuff because i've always been bad about opening up i i'm just so weird i like to stay in my shell but you guys me guys made me feel more comfortable with opening up yeah. about that shit especially
0: trauma shit 100 percent. should we kiss i'm just saying. are you gay today <laughs> you let me let me check today? the hair past my freckle me i i i 100% agree i think being able to connect with your friends about shit that has just completely traumatized you is, is comforting and it makes it makes it easier to open up you're not a person to open up and i think since we've experienced similar shit it made it a little easier I love oh.
1: that. Well, thank you for being in my
0: life, dude. Yeah, thank you for sucking my dick. <laughs> so, guys, um, we're at the end
1: of the podcast. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. We fucking appreciate that shit so much. We
0: appreciate your feedback. We appreciate you listening. Holy shit, we're so annoying. Like, I, I don't understand why you guys like us. Um, it's I, know. I mean, hey. If you guys enjoyed listening, keep on listening, and we'll definitely come back with more episodes, guys. Oh, 100%. Um, re- please remember, always, Black Lives Matter. Stop, Stop being, being racist, racist, you stupid fucks. And we will, I promise, next episode be having a guest, a wonderful guest. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: And I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your year. And we'll keep the spooky season going. Oh, yeah, with some spooky, scary skanks, baby.